Hello America! It's time for Uncle Sam Says. And today we've got a special program for you. Today we're going to change what we do a little bit. Up to now we've been teaching stories about our great founders of America. We want you to learn to love and honor and revere these great men so that you'll learn to love, honor, and revere the documents they created. That's the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. We're still going to do that. But today we're going to do it just a little bit different. Today we're going to talk about modern heroes. Today we're going to go right over to Iraq and Baghdad. It's the true story of modern war by an American hero who lived it. Entries from the Journal of an American Warrior. January 23, 2007. Baghdad. It was a cool, mild winter morning on 23rd January 2007 in Baghdad, Iraq. The war was in full swing and attacks on anyone American, military or civilian were on the rise. We as U.S. private military contractors were considered the rock stars of Baghdad and we knew it. This was the day of days when we would live up to our reputation and be dealt a humbling blow, because by the end of the day we were to be five fewer operators. Various teams that worked for our outfit were spread through the city. Little bird helicopters, they were small attack helos, were buzzing around keeping an eye on things and standing by in case they were needed to, quote, bring the hate, end quote, or swoop in and pick up wounded in an attack. It was around 10 a.m. when one of the snipers from one of the teams in northeast Baghdad began taking sniper fire. He calmly called it in on the radio and began to methodically return fire. The Little Bird pilots, who were some of the best in the world, they made their way to the area where the shooter was supposed to be located. As they neared, an insurgent machine gunner opened up on the lead bird. The pilot was hit and called out over the radio that he was hit and could not control his bird. The second bird began taking fire as well, and the right side door gunner took a fatal headshot in the exchange. But the bird was able to move away from the fire. Now there was a bird down, and I'm sure that more than one operator who either saw the event happen or heard it on the radio immediately thought of the movie Black Hawk Down. A fast cat team, that's a counter-assault team, C-A-T, and a T-S-T, tactical support team, were spun up to go rescue any possible survivors. The sniper that originally began taking fire was doing the best he could to protect the crash site with sustained, accurate fire to keep the bad jihadists away from his guys. These were Americans who were down there involved in the crash. The sniper providing cover fire and the teams coming, the QRF Quick Reaction Force coming out, had seen and heard of the barbaric mutilations and, and the beheadings that were happening at the hand of these religious fanatics, that they were not going to let this happen to another American, one of their American brothers-in-arms, if they had anything to do with it. As the QRF rolled out into the red zone, they were ready for the fight that the insurgents had picked. As they were making progress to the crash site, they came under intense, withering machine gun fire from all around. 
could they be going into a pre-planned ambush? Maybe. But it did not matter. There were fellow American warriors on the ground who needed them, dead or alive. So with the M240 medium-belt-fed machine guns blasting away, they weathered the storm that was bearing down on them. At one point a grenade was thrown from an insurgent position at one of our vehicles. The up-gunner on the M240 had his back to the grenade when it went off. His hatch was not secured in the up position, and when the blast hit him, the hatch smashed into his back, forcing him face-first into his mounted machine gun. The operator sustained a concussion, but he stayed right in the fight until he was properly relieved from his position. The vehicle was damaged, rolling on the run flats, but was still serviceable and stayed in the fight. Both teams were coming under more intense fire as they got closer to the crash site. They approached from different directions, not knowing if there was a best route, only different routes. The two teams finally made it to the crash site from their routes they took. There was also an Army Striker armored personnel carrier that was engaged from a different route that came to help. The Army was engaging targets with its M250 caliber heavy machine gun and its MK-19 belt-fed grenade launcher. The fire that the striker took was so intense that the external fuel tanks caught fire. But, other than having a scorched paint job, it was still good to go. Upon arrival to the crash site, it was sadly found that there were no American survivors. As the battle raged, the bodies of our fallen friends and fellow brothers-in-arms were put into the back of one of the armored vehicles, and the sensitive items on the crashed helo were burned with a thermite grenade. During the egress to get back, many more rounds were fired until everyone was back inside the wire. The tone was very subdued. Yes, we had been dealt a blow. Yes, these were our friends, who we ate with, goofed off with, trained with, worked with, and, yes, fought alongside with, and would die for. That's what American fighting men do. In the following days we took stock of the extent of the event. To go in and get our fellow American brothers out of the crash site, our side forced over three, thirty, thirty thousand rounds of ammo. It's unknown the casualties we inflicted on the jihadists, but there were more than a few. Other than the deaths of the pilot, co-pilot, and the two door gunners on the bird that was shot down, and, and the door gunner on the second bird, we had no other deaths. The only injury was the up gunner, who had a concussion from the top hatch driving him face-first into his M240. We did great that day. We performed as we had trained, and even though we lost friends that day, we won that battle. We were outnumbered, we were outgunned, and we still kicked butt. We mourn the loss of our friends and had a memorial for them. We pray for their families who are left behind. We think about the good times with each one of them. These five brave Americans knew that they were going into a situation that was, quote, big boy rules. They are warriors and accept the risk. These Americans are willing to go in harm's way so others don't have to. Those involved are the kind that will go into the jaws of hell to do a job and come out unscathed. Americans are just that way. We don't go looking for a fight. 
but beware when the fight finds them, because then it's on, and the bad guys just grabbed a tiger by the tail. As we lay down to go to bed tonight, take the time to thank God for fellow Americans who are willing to go the distance and defend those weaker than himself, who have a sense of service and duty. This is a true story, and I was there. I feel so much gratitude to be able to associate with such talented warriors. I consider myself a better man for having known these men. Thank God for them, and ask God to bless them and their families. And God bless America. Hey, thanks for listening, folks. Until next time, remember, you are learning the truth. Tell your friends, speak with boldness, and keep your powder dry.